Hi, and welcome to a mini episode of From the Pitch to Purpose. And I would love to tell you a little bit more about me, the host, Samantha Brand, Sammy B, all of the S names, uh, Samwise Gamgee, uh, Sammers, everybody calls me something different. But I would like to tell you a little bit about me from the time that I did my last mini episode about me to now. And honestly, man, growing up in the household that I did was absolutely amazing. I have two fantastic parents. And when I tell you they're fantastic, I mean that if they were given the chance, they would literally take over the world. I mean, my dad, oh my God. Let me just give you a a snippet of how, I guess, genius is the only way that I could explain this man's brain. He learned French at 13 years old when I was 18 years old. So a good 40 plus, nope, that's a lot. A lot of years later, he remembered French from when he learned it in an eighth grade. When he was younger, he used to read the encyclopedia for fun. In his last year of life, he literally recited every single president in order from when he was a child to his adulthood at 65 years old. So my dad's brain was absolutely, he could pick up any instrument and just play it, learn it, play it actual amazing human being. My mom, I mean, when I tell you that there's a woman here out in this world named Shirley Brand who can legitimately make you smile on your worst day, and she's also a play director, and she was also a soccer coach, and she was a dental assistant, and she mothered three children who became, well, pretty amazing, the youngest especially, which is me. This woman has inspired hundreds, if not thousands of kids in schools She has inspired people who she works with. She is just walking sunshine. She truly is. I know that when I told you about myself, I told you about my conception, and I told you that I was the product of something that wasn't necessarily happy, that I was not conceived out of love, and that I told you those things about myself. But what I need you to know is that from the moment I was born, I was thoroughly loved, completely and entirely. My older sisters loved me. They fought over who got to call me sister. My my parents, um, they poured everything that they had into me. I learned music from my dad. I learned soccer from my mom. I learned love and what a real relationship was from them. And they were the type of people who, after 40 years of marriage, still held hands when walking. They were still going on dates 40 years into marriage. They still just enjoyed each other more than anyone. I was blessed with the family that I I was allowed to have. So yes, my conception started pretty horribly, but my life from the moment that I was born was pretty magical. It was not without its obviously, you know, trials and tribulations. It was not without its, you know, self-discovery and everything, but I really did have a beautiful life. I started playing soccer when I was just three years old. Uh, it's interesting how I my family became a soccer family. My mom, uh, I think she played a little bit as an adult, but twisted her ankle really bad and kind of stopped. And my sister, my oldest sister, had pretty severe asthma. And the doctor was like, hey, you should probably get her into sports. They tried basketball. She played that. My mom coached that with her for a little bit. And then they switched to soccer. And my oldest sister was an absolute beast of a soccer player. She was a goalkeeper, but also could play any position that ever positioned. She started, you know, 
right around the time I was born, I believe, when she became a soccer player, it meant that my next sister became a soccer player and it meant that I became a soccer player. By the time it got to me, we were a soccer family. My mom used to zip me up in her jacket and coach. You know, she'd, she'd put me on her chest, zip me up in her jacket and coach. And I was born into loving soccer. I wanted to play so that I could be as cool as my big sisters. I wanted to play so that I could be, you know, somewhere that I was excelling in. I wanted to play because it was just what my family did. We just, we played soccer. And honestly, I got to be in a space where my insecurities, maybe my dark skin or maybe my my hair that wasn't flowing in the wind and all the insecurities that I had as a young, black, tiny girl, they disappeared on the field and I was just a boss. I was just one of the best, if not the best on every field I stepped onto. And I think that that shaped me and it made me a confident person. It really just bled into everything that I did. So because I knew that there was somewhere that I could be great, everything else seemed a little bit lighter for me. I was pretty decent in school. I got straight A's and I only got one B my whole life. And that was math. I was a great public speaker. I was all these things. But I know that without that thread through my life of soccer and having a space in which I excelled, I know that I probably just wouldn't be the person that I am right now. And, you know, it's funny as I talk about my daughter and how her first <laughs> her first introduction to soccer, she kind of just rolled around and had zero desire to play the game. She really had no desire. I joke that I was I I I I'm nervous she won't play it, but at the same time, I am confident that we can find a passion for my daughter that will give her the same things that soccer gave me. Now I played soccer from three years old all the way to 33. So I played soccer for 30 years straight. That means that I sacrificed weekend parties. I sacrificed evenings home with my family. I sacrificed so many things. I even sacrificed going to my best friend, Ember Kernan, who you heard in this podcast recently. I even sacrificed going to her wedding because I was playing in Sweden. There was a lot of things that you know I sacrificed for the love of the game, but also I know that that game gave me the foundation of who I am right now. I learned tenacity. I learned how to literally market myself, my personality, my goals, my dreams. I had to market that so that coaches would want me on their team. I learned honestly how to adjust to any environment. There were times where I was in a state of, I don't know what I'm going to do in the next three months, you know, as an adult, not as a child, as an adult in my twenties. And I would get an email that said, Hey, we want you to come play. And within a week or two, or maybe a month, I would be in another country playing. If that's not adaptable, I don't know what is. I also learned that there are, and always will be a few universal languages that I have been blessed to have learned. One smiles. I mean, it doesn't matter what base I was in. It doesn't matter what country I was in. If I smiled at someone, it's a universal sign that I'm a nice person or that I, you know, I'm saying hi. So smiles is a huge universal language. Another one that my family gave me was music. Yes, music can be in different languages, but music has connected me to so many of my teammates overseas. It has connected me to so many. I mean, my Haiti national team teammates, we bonded over some music. We really did. And I think that honestly, that kind of universal language, the one that you can move to on top of it, dancing with that music, it's something that has 
literally bound me to people. And the biggest one that obviously I've used is soccer. Now, America, I don't know what's wrong with us, but we are the only country where soccer is not worshiped as a God. And so when I was in other countries, I have been, I've played in multiple countries, but I don't speak multiple languages, but I speak soccer. My feet spoke for themselves. We can be friends because we can pass the ball back and forth to each other. We can be friends because we smile at each other. We can be friends because you you introduced me to your culture's music and I introduce you to mine. We can be friends because of those universal languages. And that's actually, you know, one of my life goals is to share. I have sole purpose is just my brand, right? And soul to me means share our universal language. And I honestly think that the the universal languages I've been blessed to have have been so crucial for me. And now I get to use a universal language of dance. I've been dancing through my adulthood. And I'm just, honestly, I'm only here to tell you that you got to hear the start of my life. You got to hear where it was powerfully horrible. Now you get to see what first off my family gave me, which was a chance. My family gave me a chance to have a great and amazing childhood. And then you got to see that with the gifts that my family instilled in me, that I was able to travel the world with them. I was able to meet a multitude of different cultures. And I was able to find ways to keep myself happy. And I think that if you're a parent, if you're, you know, an auntie, uh, a sibling, anything, if you are raising a child, a grandparent raising a child, I implore you to simply give that child a passion. It could be anything. Give a child a passion because what my parents gave me was passion. And with that came opportunity. That is all I've got for you today. I am so excited to keep doing these mini episodes so that you guys can get to know me a little bit more. Next week, we're going to have another guest back on. I cannot wait for that episode. I love you guys. Thank you for listening today. And go tell someone they're awesome today. Bye.